0: You're listening to the Mountainside Kairos Podcast. Welcome to the Mountainside Kairos Daily Podcast, where we hope to encourage you in your Bible reading and encourage you out of the text that we are reading together. Today finds us in Psalm 149 and Luke chapter 3. Maybe you've had that experience where a single verse hits you square in the heart, where a single statement or phrase out of the Bible ignites a fuse to some spiritual dynamite that explodes in your heart. I experienced that as I read Psalm 149, a a single verse actually, which has opened a door in my heart to some beautiful healing truth. Now I know I'm prone to excitable hyperbole, but I assure you this is not me being dramatic. Let me read the first half of the psalm to you and, and see if the same verse stands out to you. Hallelujah. Sing to the Lord a new song, his praise in the assembly of the godly. Let Israel celebrate its maker. Let the children of Zion rejoice in their king. Let them praise his name with dancing and make music to him with tambourine and lyre. For Yahweh takes pleasure in his people. He adorns the humble with salvation. With a shout of hallelujah, the psalmist challenges us to sing new songs to God. In effect, he is calling us to refresh our worship, find new melodies, new expressions, new creativity, new language and lyrics to express our praise. Worship should never grow stale. We shouldn't keep going to an old well of praise that may have dried up or turned stagnant. We should sink new wells of praise into the spring of worship because of one amazing fact, one truth that is renewed each day, one incredible reality that is like spiritual TNT if you know it and believe it. You want to know what that is? Well, get out your Bible. Look at the page. Look at Psalm 149. Underline verse four. Say it out loud to yourself. For Yahweh takes pleasure in his people. God relishes you. You fill him with pleasure. Now that thought hit me square in the heart. You see, it invokes this picture in my mind of a smiling, beaming, laughing father watching his kids at play in the backyard, absolutely delighting in their antics and their activities. God feels pleasure because of us. Now, this struck me because if I'm honest, my default view of God has often been rather different. Paul says in Romans 11 to consider the kindness and the severity of God. And I've always found the latter, the severity of God, to be the dominant ingredient in my spiritual pantry. And so rather than seeing God as taking pleasure in me, I believe that God more tolerated me. And it actually took the brutal death of Jesus for him to be able to do even that. Now, I know the verses that say that God loves me. But that dour theologian's voice in my head would say, he loves you because he's love, not because of you. To think otherwise is like thinking water is wet for me. No, water is wet because it's water. You have no effect on what it is. God loves his people because he is love. We have little or no bearing in that equation. In short, I knew by faith that God loves us, but I didn't really believe he likes us much, at least me anyway. So I'd worry that he was perpetually frustrated at the grace he has to keep dishing out to me. That he was like some frugal parent who frowns and scowls every time they open up their wallet to give their kids some money. They do it out of duty, but they're not happy about it. There's no pleasure in the act. Friends, that is not the God we know. Yahweh, the Lord of heaven and earth, takes pleasure in us. He delights in you. And that is why when Jesus is just about to go to the cross and he is crowbarring out the core of his heart in prayer to his father, he says this in John 17, 24, he says, Father, I desire that they also whom you have given me may be with me. Jesus doesn't just love you in theory. He doesn't love you in some abstract way that he loves all the faceless humanity. He loves you in reality. He loves the unique intricacies that make you you. And he wants you in the room with him. He wants you at his party. He wants you in his life for eternity because he derives pleasure from you. It's what Zechariah saw when he had that prophetic window into God's heart. In Zechariah 3:17, we read, "The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exalt over you with loud singing. His the love, his love, and his delight." isn't diminished by your need. His pleasure toward you isn't diluted by your brokenness. He is the mighty one determined to save you because he delights in you. And so every act of grace, every time we come and request mercy, God is actually filled with joy. He breaks into glad song over you. Why? Because God loves you and he likes you. He takes pleasure in you. And so may your worship be refreshed this day. May a new song of praise be on your lips to the one who sings over you in delight. God bless.